0: Everybody and welcome to the greatest combat sports and culture show the entire universe—the Fight Podcast. I am your host, Serge Vicente, and we have an amazing show for you guys today. All right, so what we're we about to do today? Hold up for a second—we got all kinds of stuff. Wait, 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 wait. i like this. Sorry about that, guys. Little difficulties obviously i'm gonna make sure we're streaming where we're supposed to be streaming there we go there we go all right here it is if we got those little difficulties out of the way welcome to the greatest combat sports culture in the entire universe the fight podcast i'm your host serge v sent this is episode 242 morning coffee and fight news man good morning if you are on the east coast good afternoon if you're on the west coast man it is uh 10 a.m over here hope you guys are having a good day man it's beautiful out here in california um i know it's been a little chilly certain uh, other places but it's still like i said holding strong pretty decent out here uh for those of us again joining us in the morning usually i do have my coffee with me this is a little cup of tea little uh what's it called fall harvest from trader joe's i love it it's it's uh it's awesome but way to get our day going man so salute to you guys everybody watching everywhere on youtube thank you so much for joining today everyone who's watching on facebook and on twitch thank you guys so much for joining us this morning and uh we have so much to get to so real quick before i go ahead and give you guys your little salute and toast this morning uh what are we going to talk about so on today's menu we're gonna go ahead and recap uh this past weekend's fights man terrence crawford yo buddy's the real deal um where does he stack up and also what does my man prove okay what does he prove there um Rafael Dos Anjos gets a big win against Paul Felder uh where does he go from here also we have some huge fight announcements uh Canelo Alvarez what's going on with him and last but certainly not least we're going to go ahead and do a little a quick dive into the uh Bellator 2 53 which is actually Thursday this week today is Wednesday it is Thursday so you're gonna be my fight picks and uh in my quick breakdowns for bellator 253 all right um look hope you guys are having an amazing day today uh like I said today it is a morning coffee and fight news uh so I'll give you guys a little sip sip for you guys ah all right man um let's just go ahead and jump into it this is how we get down for uh, these episodes we already know some of our, uh, our 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 fight roundtables, we'll talk a little bit more. We'll we'll have a little bit more banter. But look, man, we're here for some fights. We're here for some great information, and uh, that, that's that's what I'm going to give you guys today, man. So let's go ahead and start with this weekend, man. This weekend, Terrence Bud Crawford, um, man, arguably the number one pound for pound boxer in the world, goes out there and he gets a huge stoppage of Kell Brook in the fourth round. Now this is one of those things man that you know saying we're looking at it hey what's going on shout out to sebastian from uh columbia man what's going on sebastian man welcome to the fight podcast appreciate you watching today man um but look talking about um always fun man uh, interacting with people uh, who are actually watching live if you guys don't know uh always every time we go live we stream live on facebook we stream live on youtube and also on twitch check us out everywhere that is at the fight podcast man so we're doing it, man. So, again, thank you to Sebastian for joining us on the show today. All right. um, Yo, but Terrence Crawford, man, a lot of people go ahead and talk about Terrence Crawford. And um, one of the big things I want to go ahead and say is this, man. Um, obviously, he was a huge favorite in this one. Obviously, we, we look at it and we were wondering... What he was going to do, especially um, coming off of, like I said, this long layoff, Kell Brook winning three fights in a row. He's looked great. The only time Kell Brook has lost was to Errol Spence and a Triple G, um, both fights back to back, both huge fights. But again, he's also beaten guys like Sean Porter. So we knew how skilled he was. He's only 33 years old. So people are sitting there talking about he's washed. Yo, Kell Brook's not washed. He's the same age as Terrence Crawford. So the fight goes out, and I'm not going to lie to you guys watching the fight as it kicks off, bro. Kell Brook was winning that fight. Kel Brook had his timing. Kell Brook was looking good. And even after the fight, Terrence Garford said he had to make the adjustment. And in terms of the adjustment that he ended up making was fam. He went out there and made the adjustment in terms of he came out in the conventional stance. He usually goes out there as a southpaw. He was conventional and dude. Kell Brook was eating him alive with a jab. And the moment that he went ahead and he had that southpaw stance, he was cracking him with that right hand. Terrence Crawford with his footwork, with his mobility, his grit, his tenacity, everything this dude has. Yo, this dude is the real deal. This dude is who we thought he was. Okay. Um, I, I have been a little hard on Terrence Crawford, but he, he's a throwback. He's a throwback in terms of he the way that he goes out there digs DPS power in both hands and he proved that the combat what he ended up catching Kelbrook Brook with Kell Brook ended up running in and getting cracked with essentially a um, it was like a like a combo jab right hand um, so he catches him on the way in right in the temple and. Terrence Crawford has some of the best finishing instincts that I have ever, ever, ever seen. He goes out there like a pit bull, fam, and just absolutely destroys Kell Brook. Gets him out of there in four. Looks amazing doing it. And afterwards, calls out Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> now, look, is that Pacquiao fight a fight that I think is actually going to happen at some point in time? No, I don't. I don't see that fight happening at any point in time soon. But what I will say is this, um, I want to see him with the best of the best. I want to see him in there, obviously, against the one we want to see. him. I want to see him in there against Errol Spence, who I believe is the best in the weight class. I want to see him against Danny Garcia. I want to see him against Keith Thurman. I want to see him against Sean Porter. These are the guys that I want to see him in there against. Um, Now, here's the problem, okay? And I'm going to answer the question in terms of what did he prove. Actually, they say this. What did Tans Crawford prove? He, he proved that he's a real deal. Terrence Crawford goes out there and proves that not only is he the real deal, he goes out there and proves that, look, man, I am who I said I was. This is a guy who's not washed. This is a guy who came in here to win the fight in Kel Brook. And I went out there and absolutely dominated this cat and got him out of here faster than Triple G can get this dude out of here. I knocked him out, had him out on his feet to the point that Terrence, Kel Brook said nobody in his life has ever done that to him before. And we're talking about a man who has been in there with one of the hardest punching middleweights of all time, Gennady Golovkin. He was in there doing the exact same to the, one of the hardest hitters in welterweight history in in, uh, in uh, Errol Spence. Same thing. Nobody did that to him. So thinking about that, yo, Terrence Crawford must have dynamite in his hands. Look. I can't wait to discuss this and break this down a little bit more. Um, later on, actually, uh, we have episode 255. We're going to do all things boxing. We're bringing out our boxing guru, B-Cam. Keep your eyes and ears open for that on our social media, at the Fight Podcast. And uh, and we'll go ahead and actually uh, talk about that also for you guys, man, uh, with our guru and our guest uh, on that episode. But um, I loved it, man. Amazing performance. What did Terrence Crawford prove? Terrence Crawford, like I said, he proved that he, he's the man, um, but I also think that when he proved that he needs to go out there and really get out of uh, his top rank contract. Um, Bob Arum, the owner or and the head of top rank, went out there and legitimately said some pretty disparaging things to him and said, you know, at the end of the day, I am like, like, dude, I had like all the money that I tried to go out there and and promote this kid. I could have built a house in Beverly Hills. Dude, that, you're a promoter. That That's your job. Your job is to promote it. It's not Terrence Crawford's job to do this shit. It's his, it's your job. It's your job to make sure that everybody gives a fuck about these athletes. And so that so I think Terrence Crawford needs to moving forward because he's not going to get the fights that he wants. Bob was talking trash like he's the he, he he's trying to make these fights. He's not trying to make these fights because he's not trying to bend. So he needs to go out there. He needs to buy himself out of his contract the same way that Mayweather did and he needs to go out there and and do essentially what Canelo Alvarez is currently doing now and we'll talk about that later on on the show all right uh but salute to him amazing uh fight i can't wait man that 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 was awesome i loved it all right, man, moving right along. And again, like I said, we, we move a little quicker on this uh morning coffee and fight news. I know, look, man, you guys are probably in transit. Uh, you know, we want to get all this information in as quickly as possible for you guys. So uh, you know, you could you could listen to this on your commute to the gig, have something to talk about at the water cooler today, and uh and and then know a lot about what's going on in the fight world. So let's go ahead and move on to the UFC. Um, this weekend, the UFC had an amazing main event, five days' notice, really three days' notice. Uh, Paul Felder steps in on, on short notice to go ahead and compete against Jafiel dos Anjos man and he went out there and they both performed now um dos Anjos goes out there and gets the victory five round uh split decision first and foremost I have no idea how the split decision I had it 50 45 no no knock on Paul Felder I think his stock goes up um just like dos Anjos's stock goes up in this one but at the end of the day man you what, what can you expect what can you expect from a man who essentially, fam, he took it on short notice. He hasn't had a camp. Um, he didn't even know he's going. He was actually supposed to be calling the fights that night. That's how badass Paul Felder is. He goes out there, and even though he, he's supposed to call that fight, he was supposed to do color commentary, he stops and says, I, I'll, I'll jump in on short notice. I'll take this. I'll save the day. And he performed. And it was an extremely entertaining fight. Um, Rafael Dos Anjos just proved that, man, he's just still, At at this late in the game, this late stage in the game, he is still one of the best of the best. And if you can get past him, he's another one of those guys that we call like a litmus test, right? He's like a Derek Brunson type, but an even higher caliber because he used to be a title holder at 155. Um, so that that kind of brings the question. He goes out there, he beats Paul Felder on short notice. Paul Felder was top 10 uh, at 155. Remember, Rafael Dos Santos, even though he was a former champion at 155, he actually has moved up because he couldn't make 55 anymore he moved up in weight, he's been fighting at 170, and he has beaten some of the best of the best at 170, yes, he's lost to some of the best of the best, but he's beaten them as well, so he's going out there, he's beating the best, he's competing against the best, and now he he moved, he did a long camp, he caught COVID, he did all kinds of shit, he he went back to Brazil, Uh, trained his ass off, made 155, and Honestly, if he is in, the, looked in incredible shape. Dude was a brick shit house. I mean, just rocked up and and really had an incredible gas tank, like he always does. But he went out there had an incredible gas tank. Now, is he a legitimate contender for the weight class? Absolutely, especially because Khabib isn't there anymore. Remember, Khabib did beat in the past Rafael dos Anjos before dos Anjos won the title. He lost to Khabib keep that in mind, let you know how dope Khabib has always been, okay, keep that shit in mind, because Rafael Los Angeles was known as one of the most dominant champions in that weight class's history, and Khabib beat him before, so when we talk about goats, always keep that in mind, okay, all right, Um, what could happen, is he a contender, absolutely, who could he fight now that Khabib's gone, honestly, think about a fight like this, Conor McGregor fight. This is a fight that was supposed to already happen for a title before the fight that happened with Nate Diaz. It was supposed to be Jafiel dos Anjos. He had to pull out because of injury. The only time in his career that he has ever had to pull out from injury. He pulled out of that fight and obviously history was made with Nate Diaz, but that fight was actually supposed to be Rafael dos Anjos. Okay. Keep that in mind. Also at 170, when Tyron Woodley couldn't do it, there was a, he was supposed to fight Conor McGregor again for the 170 pound title. That was actually something that was in play. Um, Ariel Hawani on ESPN actually divulged that information earlier this week. That's something that I didn't even know about. So that's twice that they're already scheduled to fight. So this is what I was saying. This is what I proposed to the UFC. This is what I believe that they should legitimately do. At the end of the day, if Conor McGregor can get past uh, Dustin Poirier, which is a big if, he should fight Jafieldo Dos Anjos. that is a fight that as fans as fight fans we deserve to watch we deserve to see because these are two legendary characters are gonna go be out there and compete I love it but Jafiel Dos Anjos could absolutely be a title holder again at 155 all right uh moving right along let's go ahead and talk about a little bit of fight news man look check this shit out I can't stunt. I was super 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 excited about this one and uh, I just want to pull up this note real fast so I make sure I don't ha- I got this information right for you guys but um it, I I woke up yesterday morning I go ahead and I, I open the phone up and your boy one of my favorite fighters of all time, Your, the fighter's favorite fighter, Max Holloway, goes out there and uh, he gets engaged, man. I see him, he's out there, he's engaged. Also, real quick, man, shout out uh, to my homie uh, Jasmine. My homie Jasmine also just got engaged as well uh, to my friend uh, and my buddy uh, Tobias Harris, man. So salute to them, man. Much love and and grand congratulations to them. But also Max Holloway went out there and uh, also uh, uh, was... Um, uh, was engaged, but on the same fucking day, he signs a bite agreement with, against Calvin Cater, dude, I love this fight, two top 10 guys, two of the best, most entertaining guys in a sport, some of the best boxing in the sport, Max Holloway, former champion, should still be champion, is fighting against uh, Calvin Cater, rising superstar at 145 at featherweight, I love this, this fight's going to happen January 16th so holloway calvin cater january 16th i can't fucking wait um i love that one also um we also all uh, not that card but supposed to be in february um it hasn't been confirmed yet but it seems like the ufc is also working on usman versus burns high, high, headlining a pay-per-view Um, Saturday, unfortunately that remember that was the fight that was supposed to be this weekend on the pay-per-view this upcoming weekend. Um, unfortunately, obviously that's not happening now. It's going to be, um, Nelson or, uh, and Figueroa, uh, fighting in that one. That's going to be a great fight. We'll be breaking that down later on this week as well. I love that one. I will also be on Mystic Black. I'll be on Mystic Black's podcast uh, on Thursday, so keep your eyes and ears open for that. Uh, If you check us out on the Fight Podcast, we'll go ahead and uh, give that information to you as well on social media when that is going to happen, man. So salute to Mystic Black, one of the best uh, combat sports shows in the world as well, man. Love those guys. All right. Um, Also, a big announcement that we had in the world of combat sports, and this was in the world of boxing, man. Canelo Alvarez, obviously, in my opinion, is a pound-for-pound number one uh in the game today I know a lot of people say Terrence Crawford but I'm 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 still rocking with Canelo man especially because his level of competition and that's why I give Canelo the number one now again it's the level of competition that he ended up having uh but let's go ahead and talk about this man um dude he obviously last week he he won his suit against uh he won a suit against uh, Golden Boy and DAZN, and he is out of his contract, right? He's out of his contract. He is no longer with uh, DaZone or uh, Golden Boy. Well, he signs a fight. Canelo Alvarez is back, and guess what? He is back on the zone. Uh, the contract war for him, I don't know what it is, but he is filing fighting uh, Caleb Smith. Uh, Caleb Smith is the top guy at 168, man. An absolute monster. The Ring Magazine champion, the WBO champion. He is honestly um, a, a, a scary opponent. He is seven inches taller than Canelo Alvarez. He has, I think, a six or seven inch reach advantage. The dude has skills. He, amateur pedigree, everything. This is an amazing fight. It is not a walkthrough for Canelo Alvarez. Um, I love this. This is why all of us also love Canelo. He got fucking big balls big mexican balls man because my man goes out there and, and takes the hardest fight and uh and again we haven't seen him in over a year so this is after his longest layoff we're seeing him compete against Caleb smith that fight is december 19th christmas come early people i love that uh it's gonna be an amazing fight i'll be talking about this and so much more in the build-up man that fight is a, a, literally ex- from today it is exactly one month away i can't fucking wait canelo alvarez is back against caleb smith man that's gonna be for matrome uh, uh co-promoted between matrome and canelo alvarez's productions Woo! By oscar <laughs> all right um all right moving right along and last but certainly not least uh this weekend it is a bellator 253 um real quick let's go ahead and take a little quick sip it is uh, our morning coffee and fight news. So at the end of the day, we still got to stay hydrated, keep us moving. All everyone who's who's watching today on, uh, on YouTube, on Twitch, and on Facebook, man, thank you guys so much for joining us on the Fight Podcast today. This is episode 244. Uh, we're breaking down a whole bunch of stuff, man. Boy, I'm about to jump into Bellator 253. I love this, man. And I know a lot of people aren't paying enough attention to Bellator, but this is Bellator 253 uh we have daring caldwell versus a j mcKee fam this fight here is a fight i'm telling you this is one of the best fights regardless on organization okay Uh, a lot of people need to go ahead and check that out man because regardless on organization these are some of the best featherweights in the world i'm telling you man 135 between 155 one i'll say 170 in mma regardless on organization they it's it's just fire just absolute fire man we're getting just some amazing amazing matchups but let's break this down really quick this is going to be at the Mohegan Sun, in Connecticut, Megan Sun Arena. Now, really quick, why am I talking about this today? The reason I'm breaking this down today because this fight is actually happening Thursday. Thursday night on Bellator and Zone. You could actually watch this. So, uh, Bellator, that, that would be uh, Thursday the 20th. You can check that out. Bellator 253. All right. Uh, this is going to be the featherweight Grand Prix semifinal. Last week, they had Patricio Pitbull, the champion, going ahead and getting his big win. This is the other side of the bracket this is those young guns in the bracket and this is one that i really love man we have darian caldwell former two-time champion at 145 and 135 um 15 and 3 record absolute monster competing against honestly in my opinion i have no idea how espn missed this and didn't have this man as their top prospect um under 25 years old um but he's mine we're talking about aj mckee 16 16 and 0 six knockouts five submissions man dude is a monster an absolute monster um uh, both of these guys are great darian caldwell last time i went out there and just absolutely destroyed adam borix man submitted him in two minutes and 20 seconds of the first round um dude is, is and, and boris is a beast i didn't see that coming actually it's a fight that i actually had borix arguably winning wasn't even competitive ripped through that kid like it was nothing and aj mckee literally just i mean his last fight against Derek Campos. if you guys don't know Derek Campos is a not an easy guy he is cut through that dude like a hot knife through butter. It was nothing. He went out there, destroyed that kid, man. And at the end of the day, this is a fight that has all the potential to be one of two things, fight of the night, or it's going to really propel one of these guys to stardom. I love this, especially if it's AJ McKee. I love this fight. I can't wait. The winner of this fight moves on to go ahead and fight Pitbull. The winner of that fight not only is the Grand Prix champion, they're the featherweight champion in the US, in uh, in Bellator as well. I love this fight. (sighs) Just because I love to see greatness and I have yet to see holes in his game, I'm rocking with the young pup. I'm going with AJ McKee. All right, co-main event on this card, man. This card is actually, especially the main card, is really good, man. Bellator, the last two weeks, put on some fire cards. Uh, but we have the former UFC lightweight champion, Benson Henderson. Um, he is, I mean, he was on a three-fight win streak, just lost his last fight to, to uh, Chandler, Michael Chandler. I mean, that sucks. But uh, that was in August. He's right back in there, and he's against another really tough dude, Um He's down there with those boys in the former Black Zillions, whatever the fuck they call themselves now. But he, uh, Jason Jackson, 12 and four, he just beat Jordan Mean in a really uh, entertaining matchup. They're competing. I love this fight. Um, the, the The vet. He he's one of the best coaches in the world, one of the one of all time greats. Unfortunately, people haven't paid attention to him as much because he, his belt worker hasn't been as as awesome. Regardless, man, dude is a monster. I'm rocking with Benson Henderson on this one. And last but certainly not least, Joey Davis is competing against Bobby Lee on this one. Yo, if you don't know who Joey Davis is, he's seven and zero. I suggest you guys check this kid out. Look, this dude is the only 113 and zero college wrestler. The One of three men in NCAA history to go undefeated. That's incredible. 133-0. And here's the thing. This dude is 7-0. Five of them are knockouts. Three knockouts in a row against tough dudes. His striking looks incredible. He's calm. His last win was with a huge flying knee. I'm telling you, he's somebody you need to watch out for. Joey motherfucking Davis. I love this fight card. This is going to be Thursday the 20th. I love it. And I can't wait, man. But look, check this out, man. Without further ado, it's about all the time we got for you guys today, man. Um, That is episode 244 of the Fight Podcast, morning coffee and fight news. I'm your host, Serge Vicente. Um, Real quick, like you guys, look right up under here. Check us out everywhere the podcasting is available. Check us out at thefightpodcast.com. Listen to us everywhere podcasting is available. Obviously, that's Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Ch- Stitcher, thefightpodcast.com check us out on all social media platforms at the fight podcast and check me out your boys the underground oh not even underground king i'm just the king i'm here serge vicente check us out man love you guys i'll see you next time right here on the fight podcast peace out